3: This week's episode of Do Go On is brought to you by the fact that we are coming to Sydney. Oh, cool. This Saturday night, the 21st of September, we're going to be at the Giant Dwarf Theatre in Redfern from 7.30pm. If you haven't already got your tickets, what are you bloody doing? The
0: Giant Dwarf.
3: (laughs) Head over to dogoonpod.com. You can find all the tickets there. Uh, We hope to see you and also stay tuned because we have some very exciting Tour news. What?
1: What?
0: (sighs) Can't wait to hear this. That's
3: coming up right after this theme music.
4: And welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnocky. I'm sitting here with the Greats, the Wonderfuls, the One and Onlys, Jess
0: Perkins's and Matt Stewartes. Shotgun the Wonderful. Shotgun the other one. Yeah. yeah. The, the Greats. One and only? The Greats. Give the Greats.
3: I'm the Wonderfuls, and you're the One and Only. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hello, everybody.
4: Hello, Matt.
0: Hello, Jess. Hello, Hello Dave. Dave. Hello, everybody.
4: <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. If this is the first time listening to the show, we're about to announce some exciting news. Oh, what is it? Let me just... Some tour news, I believe, was what Jess said at the start of the episode. What? Let me reveal it. Over the last couple of months, I have been secretly organizing a tour of Ireland. <gasps> <gasps> And whilst we're there,
0: the UK. Whoa, cool.
3: I don't know if you can call it a tour of Ireland.
0: Where are we going? Are we going to Cork? No. Are we going to, to Killarney? Are we going to Belfast? Killarney, that's where my family's from. Can
1: oh, we go we to going there?
4: Well, maybe us three can because we'll be going a couple of days early to acclimatise to the time difference. Yes. But I'm here to announce that uh, we are heading back to the UK and uh, also for the first ever time a show in Dublin for... A bit of a Christmas tour. The first couple of weeks of December, we uh, will sorry, be there. I think you mean Krishmish. Sorry, Krishmish tour. Yes, uh, good. I love. Oh, we're going to have a winter Christmas. A proper Christmas again. We were all there this time last year. Well, a little bit earlier, but and we we're all thinking. This is, even though we haven't been here for Christmas before, this feels like what Christmas yeah. should feel like.
0: Yes, it we is. Went, was it Birmingham we had that? There was a, a Christmas, like a German Christmas <gasps> fair? Yes. That was yes. so cool. The Christmas market. Oh, yes. will that be on that. again?
4: Of course, and it'll probably be even more full swing because it's cl- even closer to Christmas. Oh. Well. Yes! I'm going to get another are pretzel. To well, <laughs>
1: uh,
4: Sorry, we jumped ahead. If you're wondering where we are heading, we are going to Dublin. Yes. Brand new
0: place. Oh, we got country. to watch your Irish tap I've dancing. I
3: just looked it up. It actually is finishing up this week.
4: Oh, uh,
0: does it? I would have assumed it would be. No,
3: it's not on all the time.
4: <laughs> that so that is December the, 1st, the it's first. It's not show. fucking
3: Billy Elliot. It's always fucking on. What is
4: it? Cats. <laughs>
3: <laughs> A two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, meow.
4: <laughs> oh, the one thing worse than Riverdance. dance, cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry So if you love musicals I'm so happy for you uh, Okay So the shows we Dublin December the 1st At the Sugar Club Oh we'll be there. A little bit of sugar Fantastic Then we're heading over
0: to Glasgow
4: <laughs> Yes Oh we,
0: did, we didn't get there last time No we didn't Oh Edinburgh. we had a little day trip Which was fun
4: Edinburgh last time Glasgow December the 2nd At the Glee Club Then the next night, we are busy first half of the tour. tour. We're heading to Leeds. We're back at the Wardrobe.
0: Fantastic venue. Oh, that place was great fun.
4: December the 3rd. Yes. Then we've got a night off. Then we're heading to Bristol, back at the Hen and Chicken, another cool venue, December the 5th. We
0: promise we will not do one about murderers this time.
4: Yeah, it'll be a fun fun topic this time. okay, now I remember that
3: venue. (laughs) I was just thinking, I don't think I remember that one. Let's
0: do a a real fun, happy
1: one.
4: (laughs) Uh, Then we are back in London Town, December the 8th at 229, The Venue, where last time we had a great time as our final show of the oh, tour. Oh, that time. was awesome. That was huge. That was amazing. It. Had a piano backstage, baby. That's what I love. And then finally, our final show is back in Birmingham near the Christmas market, December the 9th at the Birmingham Glee Club. Oh, <gasps> sweet as. Good way to finish the tour. And now, so tickets are going on sale to our Patreon supporters this Friday at 11am local UK and Ireland time. So basically, anyone who supports us on Patreon will put the links up first, a little and a little code for the for, for the presale. So if you, if you want to get in and make sure you get a ticket, because last year we announced the tour and then surprisingly, it's, the whole thing sold out in four hours. It was a bit <laughs> it was a bit of a surprise for everyone. A few people missed mostly out. Mostly so Sorry about yeah. Mostly <laughs> We all. were pretty shocked. So if you want to get, I, I'm sure that won't happen again. Some of the venues are a bit bigger, but just in case, if you want to get a uh, guarantee a ticket. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. You also get bonus episodes, and you can be our Facebook group, vote for topics, all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, but if you are not a Patreon supporter, general tickets will go on sale on Monday at 11 a.m. local UK time. That is Monday, September the 23rd. Oh, cool.
3: Exciting time. So exciting. That's I can't great. wait.
0: Hey, oh, and I should say, I'm uh, still working on the North American tour. Um, it has proved. So difficult. We we basically we need a promoter to sponsor us, and we have not been able to secure that. Yeah. Um. And I've been talking to the Patreons. Uh. The idea at the moment, and this seems like it's going to go ahead, but I have, I can't announce dates yet. But hopefully this will happen soon. Um. We're going to do a Canadian tour, um. Which obviously isn't. Perfect for uh, all our American listeners, hopefully but, exciting for our Canadian listeners. That's right, and they
4: are much more welcoming with visas for perform- yes, performance. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. why we're doing it, basically. That's
0: right, and yeah, hopefully some American or US uh, people will be able to come up, and others, um, yeah, we, we're we going to keep working on it, and hopefully this will open doors. We can show, show people, oh, we had a successful Canadian tour, and that'll help us uh, get a promoter on board for yeah. Uh, not too far down the track. So pumped. I've never been to Canada. No, me either. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully can uh, announce dates and stuff for that in the coming, I don't know, hopefully in the next month, I think. Maybe even in block. Hey, quick question. What are you doing for block?
1: Hmm. I was
0: going to go away for the month. Is that not a good idea? <laughs> no, you've got to be here. Oh, right. This uh, Blocktober, uh, Blocktober Buster Month, a.k.a. Blocktober Grace, Uh, Land Festival. Doing
4: a great job of explaining it to people that don't
0: know what it is. (laughs) It's the biggest month on the Do calendar. We did the first one last year. All of October we do the biggest topics. um, And there's going to be a vote going up this week, which will help us decide... All the topics for the whole month, including uh, uh, one which is going to be with a very special guest.
4: Oh, do I know? Have you looked at this? Have you looked at the fact that there are five Wednesdays
0: in that October? Yeah, oh yeah, Whoops, I think you haven't. Oh god, <laughs> I feel like there were last year as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think so too. But that's yeah. So,
3: um, am I the special? Are you still calling me a guest? Yes,
0: very 20- special guest. Two hundred and one <laughs> appearances
4: so far, <laughs> guest appearances.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, well, I imagine. Uh, if you've come on board lately, you might be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But if you go back to last October's episodes, they were huge topics. Yeah, and everyone like the word on the street. I just I was walking down, you know, Brunswick Sydney Road. Yep. And I'd hear people chitter chattering, sensibly. What are you up to for block mm-hmm. this year? Mm-hmm. Are you blocking?
3: You going away for block? Yeah. Or... What are you doing for block? You got time off for block?
0: Do you want to come around to mine for block?
3: Come over for block.
0: Yeah. And bring, it bring a block. There's, there's a real block buzz. <laughs> bring a block. Bring a Have block. Have chocolate. Thank you. And a block of beers.
3: Yeah, block oh. of beers, block of chocolate, block of cheese.
0: Yeah. block
4: of Lego? <laughs> yes. Entertainment.
3: Now uh-huh. I want some cheese.
0: Oh, yeah, big time. Mm.
4: Uh, in summary, any shows we ever do, you can go to dogoonpod.com to get tickets for that, including the uh, Ireland UK tour, Dublin, Glasgow, Leeds, Bristol, London, Birmingham. We cannot wait to be so there. excited. I'm so excited to show you
3: around Dublin. Oh, yes. I'm excited for that. Even though we've got a uh, Patreon and lovely, lovely man who we met last time we went to the UK, Tiernan, who is a tour guide.
0: Mm, that's right. Based
3: that like in well. Dublin. He was I... he was like, hey, if you want any day tours or anything, let me know. And I'm like, no need, Tiernan. <laughs> I got this. You know,
0: I um, I spent a week there in 2006, so I think I'll probably tell you what How many pubs
3: did you go to? Were you just on Temple Bar the whole time?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I also went to Croke Park uh-huh. to watch Australia play Ireland in the international rules.
3: Oh, fuck, that would have been awesome in it, Ireland. Yeah, be it was so good.
0: Would that be happening in Sick. December? That would be real cool. I love the international I, rules. Uh, that I don't is, think no, so. it normally happens around October, and I don't know if it even happens anymore. No. That year actually made uh, put a real damper on it because the Australians went in very violently. Oh. And it was kind of weird. The Australians are pro professional sports people, and the Irish competition is amateurs. So it's like. It's already it was, a bloodbath. It was, yeah, it was. It was kinda of weird. It's
3: supposed to be just a friendly game.
0: Uh but yeah, that was pretty cool.
3: Anyway, so Dave, I'm I i can not wait to show you around.
0: Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. I have very little memories of it, so I I will need a You also rarely well.
3: leave your room until the afternoon. <laughs> so Dave and I will probably go and do some sightseeing. Oh a lovely
0: wander. We will <laughs> yeah,
3: Dave and I'll have a lovely wander. Go have
1: some. I as have the a wander.
0: Way.
3: We'll get out of you. come out of your room then.
0: I will. Wake up.
1: Yeah, wake, wake up. Yeah, cool. wake,
0: wake up. i wake up. i wake up right now.
3: Put some bloody clothes on.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to wake or do you want me closed? Matt I can teases one. me
3: for having the red zone, just before coffee. I
0: teach you for that. You tease yourself about, for that. I brought it up and then
3: you used it a lot. And then, but like, let's look at Matt before breakfast, shall oh, we? Oh, my goodness. The my more the dead zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a zombie.
4: Yeah, yours is the red zone. You're walking around with your pubes all everywhere.
3: <laughs> and Dave, from 6 a.m., like if any time of the day or night, Dave's always like, hey, how's it going? Woo! Like there's no, Dave doesn't have levels.
0: I never change. <laughs> he's always thinking about the next thing, always moving around. Head yeah. sort of, his neck is just swiveling. You can't see, he's never seen...
4: <laughs> swiveling neck
3: <laughs> it's a uh. ferret <laughs> anyway that's what we have to look forward to Duh. behind the scenes do ferrets have swiveling necks they do now Yeah, damn right I think um, of are Dave explain what this
4: show is oh great this show is a lot of fun for the whole family <laughs> no, no t- turn off mum and uh, <laughs> basically we take it in turns here to report on a topic often suggested by a listener and the two people that aren't reporting have no idea what's going to be talked about and today Jess you are the one in charge of the report that's right so Matt and I don't know what you're about to say. And to get us on the topic, you ask a beautiful question. Yes. Which you, I, I, I didn't want to say never, but often forget to write. I wrote one. Fantastic.
0: And would I be right in saying that this was as voted on by the Patreon? That is correct. Ooh.
3: So I put a few different topics up to them. This one, uh, won, so there was three topics. This one, won with a margin of 50%. Wow. So
0: this
4: big. Is a, that's a landslide. Yeah. Yeah, because often it is very Can close to that, yeah. in the hat there.
3: And so my question is, which U.S. sporting event is held every year on Patriots Day?
0: Oh, Patriots. I'm going to say Super Bowl.
3: No. Uh,
4: NHL hockey playoff? No.
0: Yeah, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That is in the hat. I've seen that big,
4: ugly cup.
0: Um, No offence. Is it it a mainstream one?
3: It's pretty mainstream. Think more of like an, uh, uh, it's not really a team
0: sport. America's Cup? Golf. No. No. Ryder Cup. No. That's a team sport. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one golf team sport. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um is it international or Uh no. Okay. So the it's US an individual. Thing? Oh, US Open? No, that's no. What's a what? what's what's the date of Patriots Day? What month are we looking at? Uh
3: it happens on the 3rd Monday of April.
0: Okay, April. What is that? That Early means year. it's spring. What? Wow, it's a spring sport.
3: Something you might go out and do uh, the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Whoa. Well done.
0: I got that from your shoulders moving like someone's slowly running. Yeah,
3: exactly. You've seen me run. <laughs> this is how I do it. It's all in the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. you
0: do not move your legs and it's very yeah. hard to watch. I'm very marathon. slow. Yeah. Is yeah. this about the event or about the the bombing?
3: It's not about the bombing. Okay. Um. It is about one particular event. Or one, Yeah, one particular thing that happened in the long history of the Boston Marathon. Right. And to start things off, I am going to talk just a little bit more generally about the marathon, highlight a couple of things that have happened, and then I'm going to get stuck into the the juicy story that oh. I
4: have. Right. Do you, so I have no idea what this story is going to be. Do you, Matt?
0: S- no, but I can't wait till Jess squeezes the juice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're
4: all feeling a little bit more relaxed now. It's not about the yeah yeah.
0: yeah.
3: yeah, that's hard to make fun, you know? But we
0: did that last week about an explosion. So <laughs> that was know.
4: 102 years ago. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit different. And an accident.
0: Okay.
3: Um, this has only been suggested by one, uh, one person in the, in Jack the Hat McVitie. Uh, it was suggested by Brianna Napoli, who uh, I think is from Brisbane from memory.
4: We've definitely said Mamma her name yeah. before.
3: Brianna Napoli. Thank so. you, Brianna Thanks, Napoli. Brie. And
4: anyone can suggest a topic. We should say this uh, yeah. by going to dogoonpod.com. And uh, we love it when people do that.
0: Yeah, Brianna, you are one of my favourite pasta sauces.
3: <laughs> Napoli, so simple. Yeah. So effective. Yeah. Um, a <laughs> little bit of backstory about the Boston Marathon for starters. This is mostly because the story I'm going to tell is relatively short, okay. so I'm going to fill a little bit Great, let's with pad. some context. No, but there's other interesting stuff. So the Boston Marathon, it's the world's oldest annual marathon, huh. began in 1897.
0: Wow, that's the year the, the AFL began, or the VFL. That's
4: the prism that you look through life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Before
4: you did the report, which is your first ever report on this show, did what? How did you
0: look at the world? Did
4: you have any context or anything, or did that
0: re- that report change your life? <laughs> no, I already knew that because there was the the centenary season. Oh, okay. Yeah, in ninety ninety six, so wow. which I think was wrong. Yeah, 1996 just... but they mucked it up. <laughs> Uh, It's not quite right. I think it's like the 100th season, but it wasn't 100 years. Right. Well. Sorry, that's an early side track.
3: (laughs) So the Boston Marathon ranks as uh, one of the world's best known road racing events. It's massive. And as I said, it's always held on Patriots Day, which is the third Monday of April. Um, Amateurs and professional runners from all over the world compete in the Boston Marathon each year, braving the hilly Massachusetts terrain and varying weather to take part in the race.
0: Massachusetts. Yeah.
3: Because you said it's springtime, isn't it? So yeah. Summer, it's our autumn, so it's their spring. Yeah. So it like it can be really nice, or it can be like a bit chilly still. So it varies year to year. That's what keeps it interesting. Um. And I, yeah, I want to give a little bit of backstory in the marathon history. Um. To give us some context and to touch on a few stories that could definitely make for mini episodes. Um. But that are really worth mentioning because they're pretty impressive. Um. So in its long history, the Boston Marathon has had many notable stories emerge from the race. Um, There was Bobby Gibbs, the first woman to finish the race in 1966.
0: Um, Saints won the premiership there,
3: (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. Um, Before before this, uh, the longest... Amateur Athletic Union sanctioned race for women was one and a half miles.
4: No. One and a half miles. Women
3: were allowed to run one and a half miles. But if
4: they run anymore, would they die?
3: Pro- well, yes. You Look at their tiny, frail that. bodies.
4: We don't want to risk it. I mean, we tried to practice on mice and they can't run more than one and a half miles. So. <laughs> and women
3: are mice. Yeah, basically. So. They have a
4: similar physique.
3: Yeah. What,
0: how? What is the marathon in my I know it's 42.195 kilometres. 26 point something. Right. So that's, a big, that's a big jump.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge jump. And prior to the race, um, Bobby received a letter from the race director, a guy called Will Cloney, uh, informing her that women were not physiologically capable of running marathon distances. Mm. So that motivated her even more. So what What year is this? 66. 66. 15, it's not,
0: 1566.
3: It's not long enough ago. What the
0: hell? Yeah. yeah. They checked the size of women's craniums and they proved <laughs> to be insufficiently what sized What is for cranium, running. sir? <laughs> It's. Did he write the letter in really large font?
3: Yeah. And then a little note saying, get your husband to read this to <laughs> yeah. you. Well, um, is,
4: telling us that she basically going, would die if she going, tried. He's
3: honey, honey, I know you'd like to give it a go, but it's biology. You're too widdle. You're too widdle to do it. I don't make the
4: rules. I'm not God. <laughs> hey,
3: have a go at One and a half miles. A half okay. Mile. You'll be very tired. Even
4: I can run one and a half miles.
3: And you're useless. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he sent me a letter saying that I. You are not, not physiologically capable. You man. did it in Thailand, didn't you? Yeah, I nearly died. How far was that? 5K. 5K. It was 5K. That 5K. was 5K. On a beach so in 30 degree weather yeah. with in humidity, and I've never run any distance in my life. Felt like I was going to vomit at the end. Luckily, collapsed into the ocean. Yeah. That yeah. really saved the day. Otherwise, big vomit was coming.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: I felt sick as well. That was. That was wild.
3: I had a really nice walk on the beach. <laughs> that was, that was smart. great. Nice.
0: Yeah, and was I still a, won. Because it was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Year. You were best
4: female, first female podcaster
0: yeah, across the line. Is number that
4: one. Right? <laughs> and who came second in that category? No one. There was no one Oh, else. everyone else Daylight, failed. Daylight,
0: Dave. Yep. Yeah. Daylight second.
4: Other yeah. female podcasters went physiologically able. Yeah, but I those. proved
0: them wrong.
3: <laughs> Um. So yeah, her being told that she she was too uh, small and incapable motivated her to do it. And she'd been training for the previous two years and could run distances of up to forty miles, which is way more than a marathon. So she was like, "I reckon I probably can actually physiologically." That is. So she made the journey to Boston for the race, and what she, <laughs> she did, she ran
4: is- there. <laughs> she ran from California.
3: She actually she hid in the bushes close to the start line. What. Uh, and she joined the race as the men started to pass her. She was dressed; in, she was wearing her brother's shorts and, like, a baggy sweatshirt shirt, and just had, like, a tank top underneath. She also
0: changed her name to Bobby.
4: <laughs> also, I don't want to be
0: rude here, but how,
4: at what point did she start the race? Because oh. she joined the men once they'd started. Pretty close to the start. So imagine she ran the whole thing except the first 100 metres and <laughs> <laughs> the boss is like, the guy that runs it, Told, told you, couldn't do it, told you, couldn't do it, told couldn't finish you. it. Stick to one and a half. <laughs> But she's dressed like
0: basically trying to look like a man. She's trying
3: to blend in. Yeah, yeah. I think she had like a baseball cap on as well. She was trying to be like inconspicuous. (laughs) The shirt
0: says "I love being a man." She was also trying to get away from a sniper. Yeah, (laughs) in an action film.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, putting on a hat. Oh, completely different.
0: Yeah, Jason Bourne puts a hat on. Where'd he go? There was, there was, Patriot's Day was a the name of a film, wasn't it? Maybe a Harrison Ford, no, Ford film? No,
3: no. Mel Gibson, oh, Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger. Oh,
0: okay. I'm thinking of Patriot Games. Patriot Games, that's right. oh
3: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, Patriot Wait. Day is an old-timey an old film with Heath Heath Is it, is H, H it just Ledger. called
3: The Patriots? The Patriot.
0: Oh. The Patriots game. Jeez, they... No,
3: it's called The Patriot, isn't
0: it? That's yeah, the Ledger. So maybe there is no Patriot Day film. No, Patriot Day, is that maybe a, oh a football God. film?
3: No, maybe that's the one about the Boston Marathon.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
3: I think that might of, be the case. You look of, it up. I'll they, keep going with the report. Geez, they've
0: got a few movies about being patriot. Because they made being a film. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they built their whole country's ideology around being patriot. And not letting in Australians. <laughs> Let us perform there.
3: <laughs> yeah, they made a film about the Boston Marathon. I remember being like, oh, that's soon. You know, it was like only within a couple of years, I I want to say. I could be wrong. Um, anyway, so... um. Bobby, Bobby Gibbs. So she's she's joined the race. She's running along. She's trying to be inconspicuous. And the men in the race start to notice that she's a woman. And very surprisingly for the time, were incredibly supportive. Apparently they were, like, really friendly. They were like, yeah, good for you. Let's go. But,
4: okay, why <laughs> were you expecting
0: them? Boo. Expect
3: them to be like, you can't be here, toots. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, that's great. So the people are
0: like, yeah, good on you. They're like,
3: cool. And then the, yeah, Matt?
0: Patriots Day as a 2016 uh, film with Marky Mark about the Boston yeah. Marathon bombing. so it's
3: three years later. After It feels too soon, but yeah, maybe right. not. I don't know.
0: So I think it's celebrating the heroes and stuff.
3: Yeah, which is amazing. Um, anyway, so then the crowd start to notice that Bobby uh, is a woman and they're going fucking mental. The crowd are going wild. They're so excited that a woman is racing. Um, apparently she ended up like, because it was hot, she like took off her sweatshirt. Um, and was like running along, and people are just going nuts. She finished th- yeah, in three hours, twenty one minutes, and forty seconds ahead of two thirds of the runners. Awesome! So she smashed it. Had
0: a hundred meter head start. <laughs>
3: That's,
1: <laughs> <true>. <laughs> so, That's the uh, hardest bit. <laughs> up,
3: up, up, up. Um, some of the news reporting for the time is pretty gross, though. It refers to her as a tidy-looking and pretty twenty-three-year-old blonde. Oh my God, fucking what a, what a elite funny time. athlete? Elite athlete. Because it's
0: the the sixties is like it's a it's a a big change in the world, right? Yeah. So it's it's funny that the old school journalists are still talking like that, but then people on the street are going, "Yes, we've been waiting for yeah. this."
3: Yeah. Another headline said, and I don't know what this means, but it said, "Hub bride first gal to run marathon." Oh. Just, they, was they speaking a different language? Back then? Anyway.
0: <laughs> Just sounds like the kid on the street corner. <laughs> Hop ride! Yeah. Hop
3: ride! Step right up!
0: So, did the director ever address this and apologize?
3: Nah. Anyway, <laughs> she, she ran the. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Typically. Well, she ran the following year as well, but she was unnumbered. So she was like unregistered. She was just running it because women still weren't allowed to technically run, even though she'd proven they can definitely do it. But the following year was famous for another reason as well. A runner called Catherine Switzer was told by her running coach that a marathon was too far to run for a fragile woman,
0: Mm.
3: which begs the question, why was he coaching her?
0: Oh, he was her coach. (laughs) Well, He's a running coach, I'll do I'll do my best with what I've got. But <laughs> if you don't fall apart, we'll see.
3: Yeah, I mean, bloody fool! Mm.
4: You can tr- you are, I'm willing to risk your life. Have a crack. <laughs>
3: yeah, go on. For Try science. and run two miles. Yeah. See if you can make huh? it past the bloody one point five. <laughs> do <Did> it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she dead was- woman walking. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes and like reads the paper while she runs. <laughs> So uh, Catherine or Kathy, she registered for the Boston Marathon under the gender-neutral KV Switzer, just her initials. Her finishing time of approximately four hours and 20 minutes was nearly an hour be- behind Bobby Gibb, who was running again. But the reason that Kathy was so notable was that during the race, race official Jock Semple tried to rip off her number and stop her from running, tried to get her off the court.
1: <laughs> Jock.
3: Jock Semple. And he's like... He's, like, in a in a blazer and stuff and, like, a bald old man <laughs> trying to, like, push Let's her off the course. not bring
0: age into this, No, it just Jess. looks
3: funny that he's sort of, like... Oh, there's
0: footage of it.
3: He's running... There's photos of it, really famous photos, where he's sort of run out into the course I trying love... to stop an elite athlete for, for a, running.
0: The, maybe some of the most confusing people to me in the world are those people who have a small amount of power mm. and... Just can't see past it, logically. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not You're not allowed to be doing that. Stop it.
3: Apparently he was yelling, get the hell out of my race and give me those numbers. He was trying to stop her.
0: So weird.
3: But unluckily for Jock, Cathy had been running alongside her boyfriend, Tom Miller, who was an ex-All-American football player and nationally ranked hammer thrower, oh, no. i.e. a big fucking unit. <laughs> Uh, so he shoved Semple aside, <laughs> sent him flying into the pavement.
4: Like a hammer.
3: <laughs> clearing a path for Kathy to keep running. So he just pushed him out Piss of
0: the way. Piss off, idiot. Yeah, That's exactly. Probably <laughs> exactly. Off and
3: there's photos. I don't know if there's actual filmed footage. There's definitely famous photos. There's like a trip ditch where he's sort of like running behind her, trying to grab her, and then you just see Tom just push him, and then in the third photo he's on the ground and she just keeps running. So uh, it was a similar kind of thing. Like she just started running. She had pretty short hair at the time, so people she sort of blended in with this crowd. And then eventually, people were like, "Oh, hang on, that's a woman. What's going on here?"
0: It's a different time. What eh? do you
4: think Jock is worried about if she completes it?
0: Well, I think it's just yeah. I don't know. People get rules stuck in their head and they can't get past them.
3: It's such it's such a dumb rule.
0: <laughs> I remember one time. This is a very uh, very equally a civil rights issue. Um, I used to get a discount card when I worked <laughs> at a supermarket, and my Dad, family got it. So my dad had one. He forgot it one day, and we were going through the checkout at the place I work and had for quite a few years. And the uh, woman on the register is like, um, Sorry, can't give you a discount. I'm like, oh, you, but you know who we are. I can tell you the number, just type it that you have to type in. Sorry, I have to see the card. But I, I'm wearing the uniform. <laughs> and did you know? Yeah, it was. It's like that—that that weird kind of it's level so of power. Dumb. It's me, Matt. Yeah, we just did a shift together. Yeah,
4: I'll stand behind. You. I just went and grabbed a chocolate milk, and now I'm back here. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me this? Yeah, weird,
0: but yeah, I think there's some some people have it in built into them that you just can't break any rules.
4: Did you have to give up, or did you bring yeah, over? Yeah, I had to give up on it's it. Like, I want to see your manager, which is also my
0: manager. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things. You just sort of you go. Well, I'm not going to make a huge deal out of it. It's just a bit weird. And I think I think it's a classic Australian trade is to. Speak Play, stick by the rules no matter what and call people out who are stepping out of line, even if it doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah, it's very strange. I
0: reckon this old fella had a bit of that about yeah,
3: him. Yeah, I reckon. Bit of a power trip. Get out
0: of my race. Shove. Love that.
3: Shove. He just pushes him. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, and after the race, that uh, director who wrote Kathy Gibbs the letter the year before, Will Cloney.
0: Love that name too, Kathy Gibbs. Yeah,
3: it's good. He was asked his opinion of, uh, of Switzer um, Competing in the race. I said, don't know Kathy Gibbs? Bobby Gibbs. This is Kathy Switzer. Anyway, he was asked his opinion of, uh, of her running, and he said, women can't run in the marathon because the rules forbid it. Unless we have rules, society will be in chaos. <laughs> I don't make the rules, but I try to carry them out. We have no space in the marathon for any unauthorized person, even a man. If that girl were my daughter, I'd spank her.
0: <laughs> okay. So he he says, was trying to be, like, cold and logical for a while. And then he just and then he, it finishes with the spanking.
4: Very weird. <laughs> Basically, he said, like, if that man was a woman, he couldn't run. Yeah. So.
3: And that, yeah, but that I'm was. That
4: even if that man broke the rules, like, right. Exactly.
3: If <laughs> are he stopped about? there, like, no space for an authorised person, even a man.
0: But did, wasn't one of them had a number?
3: Yeah, she did. She'd 100% registered and was wearing a number. Yeah.
0: So that doesn't so, add up either.
3: Nope, it does not at all. But then. He added that he would spank her, and then it got mega
0: weird. <laughs> and the, the, the journalist was like, okay, you want me to print that?
3: And That's that's on the record. You're no. insisting that's on the record. At the
0: time, the journalist was like, this is great stuff.
4: I'm going to make this the headline. Hub spanky, cap. spanky. Yeah. Hus, yeah. What was but that headline? Colony insists Hub on spanky. bride. Hub bride. First gal first to gal run, run marathon. Yuck. No time, finish sentence.
3: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> But even despite these impressive women proving that women were definitely capable of running a lot further than one and a half miles, it was still another five years until women were actually allowed to register and participate.
0: That feels about right. You don't want to rush into these things. No.
4: I mean, they're two anomalies. Yes. Most women, they've changed the rules now, most women can't run more than one and a half
1: miles. Yeah.
3: Apparently now it's like 46% of entrants are women. Like, it's pretty balanced now.
4: It's just strange to think that this is what the, in the mid-60s and the Olympics has been going for
0: with women for, like, 60 years at that point.
4: Think thinking that as well. Yeah. It, 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 it,
0: the first modern Olympics was in... Was it in... 18, 1896. 18, so I wonder if and that then, can't be coincidence, right? A big marathon is held in 1896, and then Boston Marathon starts the next year. Next
4: year, yeah. Feels and, like there's maybe when, some connection. When were women? I think the next Olympics, 1900, I think. Really? Yeah.
3: And But it's still... Sixty-six years. Yeah, later. they're like,
4: well, I mean, you can compete at the Olympics and win a gold medal for your country, but you can't. Well, there wouldn't
3: at... have been a marathon, I'm guessing.
4: Probably not for women, women at the time. But also, it's, yeah, uh, very
0: strange. It is because America feels like it's a, it's all about equality and everyone like it's all fair go stuff there. So
3: yeah, it's well, no, but it, um, it, I'm sure it wasn't even necessarily a conscious thing. It was just, well, they can't. Their bodies are so much smaller. I mean, you can't expect a kid to do it. Women are kids.
0: Yeah, but it it's funny. Like, you go, well, then why don't you do it based on size?
3: Yeah. Well, okay, let us do longer than one and a half. Or... What about
0: a tall woman? Yeah. Believe it if I see it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you made a freak. <laughs> it's fucked. It's so wild. It was the 70s before women were allowed to be in it. It's insane. So the marathon obviously has a lot of history, some really great, uh, like these two amazing women, also in 2016, Jamie Marse- uh, Marseille, an American, um, became the first female double amputee to finish the Boston Marathon. Amazing. Um, and some of it, obviously, like we've touched on, uh, are incredibly tragic, like the bombing attack in 2013. Um, but what I want to focus on today is a controversial competitor from the 1980 race. Ooh. Fuck uh, so, a duck have, you, <laughs> have either of you guys heard of Rosie Ruiz?
0: No Oh, that sort of rings a bell But I don't know if it's just a great Just a name. good name you, yeah, You're just responding to a good name yeah Instantly recognisable.
3: Rosie Ruiz. Ruiz Ruiz. I'll probably say both, and I'm sorry. Um, she was working as a secretary at a commodities trading firm in Manhattan when she stunned the running world by being the first woman to cross the finish line in Boston in two hours, 31 minutes, and 56 seconds. So That, she,
0: that seems very quick.
3: It's very quick. It's very quick. I
0: have no concept of time. Well,
3: if you stuff. think about it like uh, – Bobby did it in three hours, something. Uh, Kathy did it in four. So two hours, right, two and a yes. half hours is really fast. Actually,
0: my fastest ever ten k's is a bit under fifty minutes. So even if I did was able to, which I wouldn't be able to do yeah. anything near that. If that's so, that's like four of those, right? Yes. So I'm like four hours is what I would do at
3: your absolute peak,
0: which I have never been.
3: Right, and <laughs> she's done it in two and a half hours.
0: Holy shit!
3: Massive. Massive.
0: I, yeah, I can't. I can't understand how people run that fast.
4: No. I think the world record's under two hours. Is it? Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah. It's. it's oh mental. my god. It's mental. Insane. Even like so, I'm I I have done twice now. I've done a six k run down in Apollo Bay for the Great Ocean Road Running Festival. Yeah. And I get to about the uh, I want to say one and a half to two k mark as the leaders are coming back. <laughs> yeah. And they are.
0: So fast. Isn't it weird seeing people running that fast and then knowing that they've been doing it for ages already?
3: And I've already stopped for two walk breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and they are st- my they're, they're my version of sprinting.
0: They'd have to slow down in in school areas, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think legally, yes. Yeah. It's insane. And then we all kind of do a like, good job, keep going. <laughs> they're always like teenage boys. And yeah, I'm like, that's... Right. Really great. Um, r- fuck you. <laughs> every
0: foot, every leap is just like over oh, a car. Yeah,
3: it's beautiful. <laughs> so how,
4: what distance did you say the marathon is?
3: A marathon is like forty-two. Forty-two k. Twenty-six so miles. The world
4: record is two hours, one minute, thirty-nine seconds. Meaning that for those two hours, the world record holder, who uh, is name, uh, he's from uh, Kenya, Iliad Iliud Kipchoge. Mm. That would mean that he's. Average speed for two hours is over 21 kilometres per hour.
3: What? <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't, I, at my top speed, I couldn't get close to that. Yeah.
3: He's, that's a sprint. He sprints
4: for
0: two straight hours.
3: That's insane. Is he 12 foot tall? Answer yeah. that, though.
0: He's just. Yeah, that's okay. He's
4: extremely gifted.
3: It's incredible. The, it's tw- the, the pace is amazing.
4: That was achieved at the 2018 Berlin Marathon. Oh my god! What right.
3: Is- so hang on. So, but that's just under two hours. She's done this in two and a half.
4: Yeah, and that's in the 80s too. So obviously things get smaller yeah. and smaller. So that's a great time. That is a great time.
3: That's a freak
4: time. So I was, I was trying to get give Matt scale, and then I sort of yeah. derailed
0: there. Sorry, but yeah. But so, did she win the race?
3: Yeah, she By was my- first woman to cross the line. Right. So first woman. Right, right, Men had finished already.
0: And was it just a huge gap, much like your Thailand run? Yeah. Daylight second.
4: (laughs) People are still finishing that race.
3: Um, It was the fastest female time in Boston Marathon history. Yeah. And the third fastest time ever recorded by a woman in a marathon. So it was huge. Like it was fast. Um, And when officials crowned her the winner, people noticed that she was barely sweating.
0: Oh, okay. Were wild dogs involved?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Her hair was still perfectly styled. Her face was hardly flushed after 26 miles of running at an incredibly fast pace. Observers noted that she didn't have the usual physique of a champion long-distance runner. Um, Not to body shame, but there is a certain look of a long-distance runner. She
4: crossed the line not sweating, uh, wearing a hoodie, eating a big (laughs) bag. Uh, something's not quite. I think she just walked across In the line. In a car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone drove across the line. Whoa, it took you two two and a half hours to drive the marathon. <laughs> That's
3: amazing. Traffic's been a <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. I think there's something on. <laughs> Some sort of event.
4: Yeah, I ran down a couple of people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so she didn't have the the normal uh, expected physique of a long-distance runner. Her thighs were less lean and muscular than would be expected for someone who'd just run that time. Well,
4: having said that, Usain Bolt obviously doesn't have the... He's a sprinter. But when you look at his body compared to even his competitors, people often say that he's way too tall to be a sprinter oh, on paper. Right. But yeah, then he's right. the fastest man in history. So she, I don't know, somehow yeah, no, could be an amazing runner.
3: Of course, it's not typical. Yeah, yeah, There sure. isn't one perfect body shape, but it's like, oh, like, you look at the long-distance runners in there. Um, in the Olympics and stuff, and they are very—they're s- very slim. Um, sprinters have like bigger thighs. It's more more about power.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I like... I'm intrigued. Yeah. What's it called when you have neither? Um, uh, lazy. Yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> me. I'm gonna
3: call it Key. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same <laughs> synonyms. I don't really. You're not lazy at all. Actually. Yeah, what about
4: I'm not thin enough to be a uh, sprinter. No, a uh, long distance runner but I'm not uh, in any way muscular to be a no. sprinter,
0: so.
3: No, you're definitely thin enough to be a sprinter. You just don't have any muscle. They still have muscle on True. them. True.
0: Sorry, that's the thing I'm missing. I think you're a middle distance runner. That's what Thank we're... Yeah,
3: yes. we're talking like 400 metres for you. Okay. That's probably still oh, I could very try short.
4: And, I could try and run that distance. Yeah, it's I like the try. full way around a track. Could oh, you handle no. it? Not making it. Okay. <laughs> not making it. Where's the car? <laughs> Mom.
3: You're gonna need the car. Um, in talking to her on the awards stand, the men's champion, a guy called Bill Rogers, realised that Ruiz didn't know basic things like her split times or intervals—things elite runners know by heart. So he's asking her, like, "Oh, what are you, what were your splits?" And she's going, "My what? What split?
0: Oh. Uh, five, five, Five I hope it's like... just a first timer who just happened to be a sick runner. Uh,
3: uh. She la- she later released stress test results showing her resting heart rate. At, as 76, most female marathoners have a resting heart rate in the 50s or lower.
1: Right.
3: So, for context, um, mine's about 75. Okay. And I run, I jog twice that, a week. That sounds low. That's really sounds... low distances. Yeah. Short distances. And I lift weights twice a week. Right. Um, elite runners should be, yeah, down in the 50s, between 40 and 60, huh. probably. So she's got a very average heart rate.
4: Is that so? The fitter you get, at uh, the longer distance, your heart rate
0: your resting lowers. heart rate is lower. Is resting heart rate anything to do with resting bitch face?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but some people are lucky enough to have both.
0: <laughs> resting bitch face was in the mid
4: seventies when it should have been in the mid forties
3: for an elite runner.
4: <laughs>
3: so after the race, uh, former runner and person I mentioned earlier, Kathy Switzer. Spoke to Ruiz as part of some TV coverage of the event. She was interviewing her on TV and commented that uh, Boston was her second race ever and that she had improved from a time of 2 hours 56 in New York to 2 hours 31 in just six months.
0: I love the idea of her just being like, what is this, good? <laughs> She's on, on TV. And
3: S- Switzer was like, this is a huge improvement in a very short period of time. And she says, have you been doing a lot of heavy intervals, which is something that you would do to improve your time?
0: And she said, no, I haven't I haven't had my period yet this month. <laughs>
3: oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, regret? That's a big regret. Heavy intervals. Can I ask you just heard heavy and Matt's gone went with to a, period with a
4: period joke there, but can I actually ask, as the uh, token non-fit person here, what is a heavy interval?
3: So, as in, you would be pushing for faster, um, faster times, and probably interval training. So, run, walk, run, walk, run, walk. Oh, if it's your try and get fit, yes, like
4: your fitness, and then Builds so instead of aiming period. for two and a half hours, you aim to like take a minute off your time. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: I had no idea what that meant either. Okay, good. (laughs) I
4: thought, because you just moved on so quickly, I was like, well, I'm sure there's at least one person at home who doesn't know what that means, and I'm going to ask for them to... Elite
3: runners would know their split times, so as in, uh, let's say, for example, you're running five miles, your split would be like, the first mile I did it in this time, second mile was in this time, third Uh, mile.
4: Now you're talking, so you're, you're playing Gran Turismo, and you're Past a checkpoint, and the little yeah. thing comes up, and there's a little ghost car from the last lap that shows how uh, quick you were doing last yeah. time. Yes, so it's the little ghost car.
3: It's a ghost car. Yeah,
0: understood.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. God, that's Could you an put amazing it into analogy.
0: Daytona terms for
4: me, Dave. Uh, so you have put two dollars in, and you've got thirty seconds <laughs> of enjoyment, and now you've crashed out. <laughs> What a great game. <laughs> it's good fun. Uh, yeah. Manual, no fucking way. Oh, never. <laughs> well, if you play Daytona and you put it into manual, you are either the world's the greatest driver or you're an idiot. Manual's more fun. No,
3: it's not. It never not, makes any sense. Not in Daytona.
4: You're bloody doing donuts. You're spinning out. What's going on? It's no good. My thing was Daytime you get four mates together and they're all lined up So you try and play the same yeah. race But if you don't hit the button in time Suddenly you're driving on your own race They're over there Everyone's having fun
1: yeah.
0: I'm just racing against the computer They're high-fiving each other
1: I'm like,
0: You're going to be the best man at my wedding <laughs> yeah. You're like seven years old <laughs> 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 They're all in business together
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh my. oh, oh my. <laughs> It's just me versus the fucking ghost car.
3: <laughs> oh, little Dave. So sad. So anyway, Switzer says, have you been doing a lot of heavy intervals? And Ruiz says, no, I haven't had a period uh, <laughs> for, a, for a while. Should I, I get so that checked? Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to see a doctor. Hang on, what day is it? Oh, boy. <laughs>
4: um, I'm feeling kicks. Is that an issue? <laughs>
3: Yeah, the real pullback and reveal here is that she's seven months pregnant. Uh, but I'm and some, and I was going
4: to say that's somehow mean, shaved half an hour of her time. <laughs> yeah, really, I'm running for two. <laughs> I've got four legs now. So. Yeah,
3: my baby's running with me. Let me tell you that I do. I do uh, like weights training, and one of my friends that I train with is uh, like due in a couple of weeks. She's heavily really? pregnant, still trains, and she is deadlifting over my body weight. She's just picking me up off the. It's fucking mental and so inspiring. Women are incredible. Does that
0: mean the baby will be buff? I hope so.
3: (laughs) Tiny little baby six pack. (laughs) Oh, hello. Um, Anyway, okay. So, Switzer says, Have you been doing a lot of heavy intervals? Ruess says, Someone else asked me that. I'm not sure what intervals are. What are they?
0: She's not even hiding it. So, it feels like she's not. It's not a cheat thing. It's just a. She's an alien or something. Is it still on TV?
3: It's on TV, yeah.
4: I've seen the footage, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> and is uh KV uh,
4: Switzerland like Sorry, what? What are you talking? About?
3: She asks her a lot of questions. She keeps keeps kind of probing and she's like and, and what this is how many marathons have you done? She's like two. I'm like okay, and your first one was 6 months ago and you've improved by 20 something minutes. She's like she's she's very friendly, but you can tell she's kind of like oh, what the <laughs> heck? And she concludes. I've worked really
1: <laughs> hard. Yeah. To get <laughs> yeah, where I got.
3: <laughs> my, you just did it a couple of times. <laughs> my now husband had to push someone off the road to yeah, that's right. let me run, but you just and, fucking waltz on ran- in.
4: <laughs> Run it like 90 minutes faster than I did. Insane. can I point out that we once did an Olympic special episode where I reported on Emil Zatopek, the Czech runner. Yeah. Uh, yep. And he won the gold medal at the Olympics in his first ever marathon. He oh. signed up like the week before and was like, yeah. Won the 5,000 and 10,000 metres. And oh,
0: he was like, right.
4: I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll give it a crack. And then that's he right. won his first ever marathon. And that's Olympic standard. So maybe she's just a freak. And yeah. we
0: also did a bonus episode about the an <laughs> Olympic marathon where a man was run off track by a pack of wild dogs <laughs> and he finished the race and I think he came in the top four. He ran an extra K. Because <laughs> wild chased dogs <laughs> chased him off course. And another man wore business pants and shoes to the start line and someone got scissors out. Cut him down. He finished the race. I think one I-
3: hitchhiked.
4: <laughs> Another one. Got, what got an apple? Ate an apple. Had a stomachache, so had an, an a nap for an
0: hour and then finished the race. <laughs> uh, if you haven't. Check out that bonus episode. I've cried laughed for the majority of it.
3: It was a solid... We filmed you laughing, and that video goes for a solid two minutes. It's so so funny. funny. It is really, It's so
0: delightful. I'm using every ounce of my (laughs) self-control to not cry again right now about these (laughs) fucking wild dogs.
3: The thing is, like, you... you are so dry and have and you rarely crack like that.
0: <laughs> you have
4: and such you, little charisma.
3: You fucking lost it. And I was actually at one point I thought you were crying and I thought Matt's had a bit of a breakdown here. <laughs> I and I was going to I was sort of like gesturing to Dave like maybe stop recording for a minute. I think we need to check in with Matt mentally cuz you were just screaming. It was the best. So yeah, definitely go back and check out that because what happens with the some dogs Matt?
0: Well, I don't want to give too much away.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <him off> track. <laughs> that episode is
4: available on our uh, Patreon feed.
3: <laughs> so, um, Switzer she kind of concludes her interview by saying, "Rosie Ruiz, the mystery woman winner. We missed her at all our checkpoints." Oh. Which brings up an excellent point. Why uh, did
4: wait? What? Well, that's why she's not getting any of those times people are talking about because she she
3: doesn't know her splits.
4: Yes, no one's giving her the splits. So she, it, <laughs> it, hold on. Let me just try and explain this and guess what's happened. She's running so fast Mm. that they've missed her. That's probably it. People don't expect a lady to be able to run that fast on her second ever marathon.
0: Yeah. I don't understand. Like, that seems like something's amiss and she's just saying it like it's, like, I don't understand why she's just saying, oh, we missed her at all our checkpoints on TV. I mean,
3: the commentator says it as she crosses the finish line. Right. He's like, well, didn't see her at any checkpoints.
0: There's a couple of alarm bells ringing for me, and yet
3: they oh, Matt, said there's so many,
4: and yet they said, "Do you want to go talk about this on TV right now?" Yeah, let's not just quick a quick quick little check.
3: Yeah. Let's give her the medal, uh, make the fuss, announce the winner. Yeah, and everyone's then, clapping. I guess we'll just go from there. So no one, neither competitor nor spectator, could remember having seen her during the first 25 miles. She was that okay.
0: quick. That is fast.
3: She ignored.
2: Planning for your next trip.
0: And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Knowledge that she'd only started training 18 months earlier. (laughs)
4: She she only ran the last five miles on the race
3: um by running around central park because she was from new york and she only ever competed in one other marathon the new york marathon 6 months earlier where she had a notably slower although still impressive time so that's when she did it in 256 yeah but now she's in in 6 months has shaved off 20 minutes um when asked by a reporter why she did not seem fatigued after the grueling race she said oh, I got up with a lot of energy this morning yeah which I get. I get well, that. Barocca. There's some days where you're like, I'm jumping out of bed. And other days, bloody hell, it is a struggle. Yeah. Am it's I a right? real struggle. Am I right?
0: And that alarm goes off. Oh, I could snooze snows. a couple of times.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying.
3: Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, she's got a lot of energy. So that's why she doesn't even seem tired after running a full marathon.
4: I just so want to. That one makes sense. Because I, I love stats and facts. 30 plus years later, the record for fastest marathon by a woman is two hours and 15 minutes. So she's only 15 minutes off world record pace 35 years ago. It's a
3: doable pace, but it's very, very fast. for your
4: second ever
0: marathon, that is really fast. Top three all time at that stage. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a freak. Um, The good kind. Mm. Um, Some of her fellow female competitors asked her what she noticed about the suburb of um, Wellesley. Wellesley? Well, and, and Wellesley. she
0: said, "Ah, oh, the trees." And they said, "There is no Wellesley, aha."
3: <laughs> well, no, they asked her about it because famously, the students of Wellesley College, which is a women's college, form what is affectionately called the Scream Tunnel. <laughs> for about a quarter of a mile or 400 meters, the students line the course and they scream and they cheer for the runners, um, particularly female runners. And the tunnel is roughly half a mile. Uh, before the halfway mark of the wow. course. okay. And runners say that you can hear it about a mile away. Yeah. So you know you're getting close because you can already hear them screaming.
0: So they're just standing there screaming nonstop. Oh, yeah. That's,
3: no, just know. They're just being supportive.
0: Sounds, it sounds like a hazing procedure. <laughs> no,
3: well... Are, are they, they trying to get it...
0: an alpha delta or something?
3: They're just cheering, but they call it the scream tunnel. But when they asked her about Wellesley, she did not mention the scream tunnel at all. So they were like, that's weird, you'd probably... You'd probably be aware of that.
4: Yeah. She accidentally ran the wrong course.
3: <laughs> oh, that's sweet. A
4: yeah. longer course. <laughs> 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 I ran from New York.
3: <laughs> Canadian runner Jacqueline Garreau uh, was told that she was leading the race at the 18-mile mark. So as she sort of gets to that checkpoint, they're like, you're in the lead, kid. And Patty Lyons was told she was second at the 17-mile mark. Um Ruez couldn't have passed either of them without being noticed, as both were obviously gunning for the women's title. So they would have been hyper aware of other women. Yeah. So they're like, We didn't see her at all and I was told I was winning.
0: Why not why not lift each other up, ladies? You know yeah, what I mean? Right? Yeah. Been hyper aware of each other. Why so competitive? Come on. You know what I mean? In a race. Yeah.
3: Why so competitive? <laughs> <laughs> in a competition you know, you know what I mean? Yeah like, Thank uh, you Duh So you see what I see Do you see any of the men being competitive? Yeah
0: Exactly <laughs> Now we're doing feminism right
3: Yes Let's keep it equal um, Several spotters at checkpoints throughout the course also didn't remember seeing her in the first group of women In addition, she did not appear in any pictures or video footage
0: that, I think Dave's right Too fast for cameras Too, well, that's, yeah.
4: that's fast there were there were but... blurs
0: in some shots. <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, you can see me here, here, and possibly here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just technology not keeping up with her.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: But a few days later, two Harvard students came forward to say they'd seen her run onto the course from the sidelines, just a mile from the finish line.
4: That is awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> is she just like, like a Chasers War and Everything style prank? Is that what this is? <laughs>
0: Chaz, this, yeah, is
4: Chaz Is this yeah. Johnny Knoxville trying to win the marathon? Uh.
0: So, yeah. I was thinking the way she was answering it just sounded like she was real naive. But if she's just straight up blatantly cheated, that's so funny, funny. that she's then going, so I, funny. I didn't even research yeah. uh, any of the terms. What are, what are intervals? I
4: don't know. What's running? Uh, I just went
3: for a jog.
0: Yeah. just, just decided
3: happened. yesterday I'd give it a go. So the scepticism surrounding Rosie Ruiz led to the New York Marathon to also look into the legitimacy of her finishing time from six months earlier. Um, For the New York Marathon, she was credited with a time of 2.56.29, which was the 11th woman overall, enough for her to qualify for Boston. Weirdly, her application for the New York Marathon was submitted after the cutoff date, but she'd been granted special dispensation due to her claim that she was dying of brain cancer. Oh. She is was it? absolutely not dying of oh, brain cancer. Okay. Oh, okay. I was
4: going to say, that's, really not, that's the right thing to do if she is dying. Let her in. Let
3: her in. No, she wasn't. Um, a woman called Susan Morrow, who was a freelance photographer, came forward to tell the New York Times that she'd been on the subway with Ruiz during
0: the New York Marathon. <laughs> She's how are these people's memories?
3: She won the marathon mm. by catching a train.
0: Is that, so is that, so she did start it. But is that during the New
4: York one or no, the, the New Boston? York. This is in New oh, York. York. So the eleventh one. So, she so came. New
3: York's looking into it now as well.
4: I she, she was on well, I imagine how this photographer's memory of six months ago. Oh it yeah. It wasn't
3: six. Oh yeah, it might have been. Success. You know how she
4: yeah. because she remembers someone jogging onto the oh the yeah, right. and then standing in front of the door jogging for twenty five minutes, and then she when would the have doors been open, a number and of yeah, Doors open, yeah. and she mm-hmm. ran out. So I think that is technically jog; it's jogging on the spot. Yeah, it's right? running. Right. She's
0: still covering the ground.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, Ruaz had told Susan that she had dropped out at the ten mile mark with an injured ankle, and that she was trying to just get to the finish line to watch her fellow competitors finish the race. She's like, "I started, hurt my ankle. I'm just going to go and cheer them on." So they're on the train together, they're chatting, and then the two women walked together from the subway to the race, but Susan then lost sight of her new friend and didn't think anything of it until news of the Boston controversy broke. So does that explain how, do, how like she Like, How remembers? does she
0: remember? <laughs> she just saw this woman on the train, formed a lifelong bond, and then all of a sudden she remembers her six months later? No. 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 Oh, yeah, maybe.
4: Their yeah. brains don't work that way. <laughs> women can't remember more than one and a half miles at a time.
3: Women can't remember more than one and a half people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I study phrenology and is that the one? with The, the, the brain size. <laughs> yeah. I study phrenology and, yeah, I think I understand women can't run a race.
3: <laughs> Who do you reckon has the smallest brain of the three of us?
0: <laughs> oh. Don't answer that. <laughs> Don't Dave's
3: answer. got a big head.
4: Thank Does you. He? Thank you. Big, empty head.
0: <laughs> Tiny, Plenty thing.
4: of room in this dome. Got that Homer <laughs> buffer around the brain. Yeah, that's right. I can take a two by four.
3: <laughs> no problem. Anyway, so New York City marathon officials launched an investigation and could not find any sign of Ruiz near the finish line. Um, on April 25, so the... New York one, she didn't actually even cross the finish line.
1: Right. What apparently yeah. happened
3: is that she, like, went to a medical tent or something. Again, probably like, oh, my ankle. And they're like, oh, what was your time? And she told them and they just noted it down.
4: That's how easy
0: it is? That's not a good That's system. how easy it was. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you've got little tags that
4: be- they beep. Hey, yeah, uh, so I just did it in an uh, 15 minutes, so um, can I have a sandwich?
3: So they um, they go through thousands of photos, all of their press uh, video and everything, nothing of her. Do you get a prize uh,
0: other than the glory of a the That's a great stage. question.
3: I don't actually know. So, I don't think so. Because you can understand
0: that if she's got $50,000 or something. No. But like, sounds like a lot of effort to figure out if this yeah, woman came 11th or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So, but, so then on April 25, based on, on this and other evidence, uh, the Games Committee of the New York City Marathon retroactively disqualified Ruiz from the 1979 race. So they're like, you didn't actually finish. You're disqualified. Um, later that week, the Boston Marathon also disqualified her as well. So technically because they disqualified her from New York, she probably already should have been disqualified from Boston, but Boston did some some of their own research and they disqualified her as well. Right? Are you looking up if there's prize money?
0: Yeah, did you want to know? Yeah, is that Currently, the fastest overall man and woman each win 150 grand. Oh, fuck. Oh, that is big, man. That's huge. Second gets 75, third 40. And yeah, you get. So well, it wouldn't have been like this back then, but 11th place gets 2,600. Oh,
3: wow. Hmm. Th- that's New York or Boston?
0: That's Boston. So... Right,
3: okay. She came 11th in New York.
0: Oh, yeah. So she came first in. Boston. First in Boston, but I imagine the yeah 1980 would have been.
3: It would have been different, but regardless, yeah. there's
0: yeah there is seeming at least now there is.
3: Yeah, I wonder if there was then. That's a lot I, of cash. I didn't read anything about the money, so maybe there wasn't at the time. Right. I'm I'm sorry if you're, if you know the race inside out and you know the answer, but I don't. I didn't read anything about any prize money or anything like yep. that, so I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so yeah, Boston's done their own. Investigation, and then they take action. And so Jacqueline Garreau was declared the female winner with a time of two hours thirty-four minutes. So she only came in four minutes behind this woman, anyway. Who at that time didn't run? Yeah, at that time it was the fastest, rec- uh, fastest recorded for a woman in the Boston Marathon. And Patty Lyons was moved up to second place, and her time of two hours thirty-five minutes. So she was just behind Jackie was the fastest ever recorded for an American woman in a marathon at the time. So Rosie's bullshit dampened these yeah. two women breaking records.
4: I still am not convinced about the bullshit. My theory is she's so fast too fast for cameras.
0: What was what do it oh, I guess you're gonna explain what was in it for her? Was she just sort of she was just a bit of a troublemaker? Who knows? I still don't know. Who
3: knows? Because after her disqualification, Ruiz was quoted as saying, I can truthfully and honestly say without hesitation that today has been the second saddest day of my life. Okay. Only to be surpassed by the day I had to leave my father in my native country 18 years ago. She left Cuba for Florida when she was eight years old.
1: Right.
3: So she is still going No, I absolutely and there was like there was press leading up to before she was disqualified and she was like crying and saying like it's just so insulting. She's like I got to enjoy it for one minute and then there's all of this has started and everyone's doubting me and if this title is stripped from me, I don't know what I'll do. Like she was really and people were supporting her. Like she joined a running club in New York. Not the New... Like, the New York Roadrunners are, like, a really big one. Yeah. And even uh, Switzer is asking her about it in the interview, and she's like, no, I'm, I'm not a member of them. She's joined some running club the week before the New York marathon, and people from that are backing her up. Oh. They're like, no, she, she can she, run that fast? Of course fast? she can.
0: Oh, weird. It's really weird. So, um, that It is the kind of thing where she... If there's all this press and stuff going, well, you've cheated, you can't run that fast, she could go, well, all right, next week, let's do it again. Everyone can watch me do it. If, and, if
3: well... You, uh, in one newspaper, they ran like a little uh, article thing saying, hey, we believe you. Yeah. Really, we do. Uh, prove it to people. Do it again and we'll give you $1,000, yeah. which at the time was big money. Um, but she was like, That's I won't do that.
0: I choose not to run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she so Superman. It. Superman theme. Yeah.
3: So the whole time she never admitted that she'd lied and cheated. And she always stood by her claim that she had just done a few extra laps of Central Park and that was it. Just I won. I, I don't know how to explain that I'm not in any photos, that nobody saw me, that there's no checkpoints, that I wasn't sweating. What do you mean she did a few extra laps? Like She was saying that that's how she decreased her time so significantly. Oh, I've, been, I've been running around Central Park a lot.
0: I didn't train for the New York, and I trained a little oh, bit right. for this. So Sorry, I th- obviously... <laughs> I
4: thought you were saying I ran at the same speed, but in New York I got lost. I did a few <laughs> laps in <to> Central <laughs> Park, <laughs> then no. I found the way, and then so that, was, that was 25 minutes
3: lost. So, yeah, Silly me. But hey, so it came 11th, so... Did she ever run
4: again professionally? No.
0: Nah. <laughs> wow. How confusing.
4: That is fool Jerry. She just never yeah. ran again, so we can never fully prove that she can't yeah. run that fast.
3: She has always maintained that she completed and won the race, fair and square um She kept her medal they they let her keep the medal, and they made a new one for jacqueline garro okay uh and uh, yeah, so she always she always maintained that she did it, but in nineteen ninety six a guy called Steve Marrick, one of the people who had been defending her, a member of that um running club, he said that several months after the marathon she admitted to him that she'd cheated, but that's the only that's the only time that she's apparently right, said she did. But it's a bit
0: of hearsay. Yeah, and prove the, it, man.
3: This is a quote from him <laughs> to the to the Boston Globe. He said, "She dumped, jumped out of the crowd, not knowing that the first woman hadn't gone by yet. Believe me, she was as shocked as anyone when she came in first. <laughs> right. So she timed it badly. Yeah, because if she'd like, if she'd come in, I don't know if she planned on winning it, but if she'd come in like." Maybe further down.
0: Like she did in New York.
3: Yeah, like less notable but maybe still for a little bit of prize that's money. Maybe it like, was money related. That's
4: like um, when we talked about, I did the report on Donald Crowhurst who entered that round-the-world sailing event. Yeah. And his plan was to, in the end, come in second because first is the one that people focus on and then they go through photos and make. But if he come second, they go, yeah, great, good on you. You <laughs> yeah. came yeah, second, no worries. Yeah. So she still, could have done that.
3: Like he still would have completed it. Yeah, so, so you
4: still get the kudos of, yeah, I did it. But yeah. – um. My surprise is that she jumped out of the crowd and no one was like, hey, what's that yeah. lady doing? Yeah. But yet someone six months earlier remembered a subway ride right with her. Yeah.
3: More recently, very recently, um, Bill Rogers, the guy who won, the man who won, uh, he was interviewed about it as well. And his theory, like he was the one who like noticed she wasn't sweating and didn't know her split times and stuff. But he was like, she was wearing quite a heavy T-shirt and she had the sleeves down. If you're running, you're going to roll your sleeves up so that you can sweat. I'm like, Bill, do you understand how sweat works? It doesn't come out of the T-shirt. What are
0: you talking about? Some people run in T-shirts, Bill.
3: Yeah, some people run in, like, space suits. They can do whatever they want to do, Bill. What a weird thing to say.
0: Did you see Kathy Freeman? She wore yeah. a hoodie. Yeah, and she
3: smashed it. All
0: the way to it. gold. <gasps> there doubts da- about that run? Oh, my God. Oh there better not be. I mean, that was very televised. Yeah, yeah there were so many. We've cameras. definitely
3: seen start to finish of that one. Yeah, every
4: angle <laughs> because it also went for twenty seconds or something. Yeah.
3: The maximum I could do at school. I've never. I'm not a long distance runner. I was definitely a sprinter, and I was good at a hundred meters. Two hundred was a push. <laughs> the one time I tried four hundred, oh boy! <laughs> Did
4: you
0: make it?
3: Yeah, but poorly.
0: And made then it a thousand the meters, drive. my
3: god. Four and
0: 800 are meant to be – because they're like sprints, but they're long sprints, so they're yeah. the most brutal ones. Well, it's of. kind
3: of about like you got to get your pace right, so you're not going 100% the whole time. Right. But I was, I was like, I don't really know how to go like 75%. Yeah. I'm running. Know. That's I'm doing
4: it. I don't know how to do anything less than 100%. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know how to not go super fast. I don't fast. know how to not
4: win. <laughs>
3: yeah. um, so she was never officially punished for a course cutting. But her lying didn't stop there. Also, I also read that a lot of, like, marathoners consider course cutting worse than doping. Right. Like, they—that that is the ultimate dog act.
0: Because doping, you are you still have to run the full race.
3: Exactly. Doping, at least you're still attempting the full thing. But if you're cutting the course, you are a fucking dog. I
4: reckon course cutting is the funnier of the two, though. <laughs> like, if you can get 100%. away... 100%. Like, if you, to bring it back to... Uh, Video games, you're playing Mario Kart or whatever, and if you can like do like a little thing that cuts off half a lap or something. You like drive through the sand and it works out in your favor.
0: <laughs> That's a great moment. Yeah. That is a great moment. Yeah. Yeah, you've been outsmarted other runners. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get so upset. Yeah, it's a tactic. <laughs> yeah.
4: Course cutting is a tactic. If you can get away with it. Yeah.
3: I'm running I do it. <laughs> less distance faster than you. Yeah. What? Well, I'm, I'm being efficient.
4: Yeah. Who's the idiot here?
3: Come on. Come do on. I have to explain this to your tiny brain?
4: Hmm. Also, I've taken steroids, <laughs> which apparently is less bad. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, her lying didn't quite stop there. So a couple of years later, she was charged for embezzling sixty thousand dollars from a real estate company where she worked. She spent one week in jail and was
4: sentenced to five years probation. No, surely the transaction was just too fast to track. <laughs>
0: Does um, Yeah, uh, it's just got the vibe of a, a compulsive liar who yeah, kind of believes her own bullshit. I think so. That is often part of the problem, really, isn't it?
3: Mm. Well, she then moved back to South Florida where she was arrested in 1983 for her involvement in a cocaine deal to an undercover cop.
4: Uh, <laughs> cocaine makes you pretty customers.
3: quick. <laughs> and again, three years probation. Didn't do any jail time for that. Mm. Um. Uh, Basically, just kind of summing it up. So Rosie Ruiz, actually, um, she passed away earlier this year. Possibly why um, Brianna was aware of her. It was in the news a little bit again. Um, But her death almost went unnoticed. Someone happened to spot an obituary with a photo that looked a lot like her and the name Rosie M. Vivas, uh, which is a surname she understandably kept even after her divorce in the late 80s. You probably wouldn't keep Ruiz, you know. People could look you up too easily. She must
1: have
4: a very memorable face. Yeah, Yeah. it does, like... People are seeing photos and being like, oh, that's her. People are remembering her from the subway, of
0: course.
3: Yeah. Well, there's, like, lots of photos and footage from those press conferences and stuff, so you can compare them pretty easily. Are you
0: saying that she kept a different name because you believe that she doesn't like notoriety? This woman who cheated to win races? I don't don't like attention.
3: Oh, I don't like... Oh, I don't want everyone looking at me. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, But, yeah, basically she was... uh, uh, she, She passed away earlier this year, I think... Cancer if I 'm remembering correctly, and she was survived by her partner of twenty six years, Margarita Alvarez and Alvarez's three sons so after the race and a couple of uh, uh criminal offenses in the eighties, pretty normal quiet life from then on. but for that one race in nineteen eighty, she was the center of attention for a long time, and never we never really got closure. Where she was like, "Yeah, look, I meant to come in like fourth, have some cash, and move on." Right. I stuffed up my timing.
0: How how old was she when she passed?
3: Sixty-six or something. Oh, I forgot to mention she was twenty-six at the time of
4: the Boston Marathon.
0: Right. So quite young. Mm. So we led to believe this is some sort of
4: mystery episode.
3: In a way, yes, and also they were like, "Well, this looks like her." So there's a little part of me that's like, "It might not even be her." (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure it is, but. And I don't mean to disrespect, but there's a little part of me that's like, maybe she's not.
0: Wow, she's too fast for death. <laughs> I can't. Could the mole people be involved? Yeah. Maybe they tunneled her a, a, a shortcut?
3: Yeah. I can I can only assume that is exactly what's happening. Wow.
0: Yes. Of course, cutting through the mole people. <laughs> yeah.
3: But that is my report on Rosie Ruiz in the 1980 Boston Marathon. That is such an interesting
4: tale. Thank you very much, Jess Perkins. So, well done.
3: So fun. So wild.
0: Crazy. Well done, Rosie Ruiz. Yeah.
4: And well done to the patrons for picking a good...
0: Good story. Mm. Yeah. That's one I that tried, I'd never heard of.
4: I tried
3: not to give it away too much because the way that um, Brianna had written it in the hat was like, Rosie Ruiz, the woman who won the marathon by like taking the subway, but I didn't want to put that in there and ruin it for people. So I just said she won by cheating. Right. And 50% of the people were like, tell me more, <laughs> Jess. So, so yeah, well so voted.
0: never been proven, but you're saying she cheated.
3: I'm saying she cheated and she's... Maybe alive.
0: Wow. Whoa. So, and also, her running club backed her up. So I think she is legit and too fast for cameras. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Matt and I
4: are not convinced that she's a cheater.
0: Because even if the mole people did borrow her a shortcut, that's, mm. pro- that's going to still be longer because she's got to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and then up again. Yeah, that your... takes
4: time. Yeah. Th- through the fortress
0: of the moles. Exactly. Yeah. She they... probably had to stop for tea, which is, you know, one of the cultural things they yeah. make you do. It'd be very rude to disrespect them. And they are notoriously
3: the messy. So she really had to climb yeah. over some stuff too, you know. It wasn't I've an never easy part. They pictured
0: the mole people. Are they, are they people who look like moles or moles who look like people? I'm imagining Hans Moleman because
4: there is right. that Simpsons thing where he says there is no escape from the fortress of the moles
0: <laughs> and then he jumps straight back up. <laughs> Uh, that's good, good stuff. Dude. There
3: we go. You another, snuck one in there. <laughs>
0: another Simpsons thing that I could, it just was running through my head mm. the whole way through. One of the characters in this story was called Spitzer. And my head kept going, white, white wine, wine spritzer, spritzer, Switzer. Switzer. That's close. White wine, spritzer,
1: Spitzer, Spitzer.
0: <laughs> Great episode.
4: Yeah.
3: But uh, here we are.
4: That is a great, great tale. Thank you very much, Jess Perkins, for informing us. An absolute pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. And
4: before we jump into our Patreon section of the episode, just in case people missed it at the start of this episode, we are hitting up Sydney this Saturday night for a fantastic live show at the Giant Dwarf Theatre.
0: Ah, Dwarf the Rock Johnson's friend. The <laughs> <laughs> D- Giant Dwarf. Uh,
4: this Saturday night in Redfern. And we also just announced our Ireland and UK tour Happening in December where we're visiting Dublin, Glasgow, Leeds, Bristol, London, and Birmingham. Tickets for the Patreon supporters are on sale this Friday morning, local time, and Monday morning for everyone else if tickets are still available. Mm. So please.
3: Come on, Dan! Oh my
4: god, it would be so great if uh, everyone came out again because it was like probably the best couple of weeks of my year last year going to the UK with you guys. Oh, big
3: time. It was awesome. And I'm really excited to go back. We had so much fun at the shows last year, but also just, you know, beautiful part of the world, and I get to go back to Dublin, so I'm very happy. So
0: fun. And we get, we pretty much, I feel like we met uh, a good 50% of the people who came to the shows. After the shows took us as long as the shows. We... Longer. Yeah. It was amazing. So nice. And we'll
4: be doing that again, hanging out, saying hey, getting some photos, if you are keen to do
0: that. Yeah. Uh, and yes, if you missed it as well, at the top, uh, we are... We're in the midst of planning a North American thing. It's going to be most likely Canada in the first half of next year and we will have more details to announce about that in the coming weeks uh, eight, uh, or months.
3: Yes, coming time.
0: The com- Yes, thank you. That's You're more welcome. efficient in the time ahead. Uh, well, that brings us to everyone's favourite segment of the show. It's the fact, quote, or question segment of the show.
3: Fact, quote, or question. Ding.
0: And that's where... Uh, one of our patrons at patreon.com slash go on the Sydney Scheinberg deluxe level mm. get to give us a fact, a quote, or, you probably guessed it by now, a question. One of those three. And this week, already been mentioned on this episode, funnily enough, Tiernan Ennis.
3: Tiernan! Hey! He's given
0: us a quote, but you also get to give yourself a title, and he's given himself the title of fifth-tier assistant to the seventh-level intern of the sound <laughs> department of Do Go On Tour. Yes. That is no joke. That's just the next one in line entirely coincidentally. That's
3: awesome. Um, I don't reckon about Tiernan, and I'd hope that uh, he and his lovely wife wouldn't mind me saying this. I feel like I could run at Tiernan and jump, and he would just catch me, you know? <laughs> I think it's because he reminds me of my friend Lewis. Physically, they look very similar. Um, tall men with w- strong red core. Beards. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that to Lewis. I just jump, and he catches.
0: catches me. I reckon- and I
3: reckon Tienan would. I could. I. I would trust him to catch me.
0: We're talking like dirty dancing catch.
3: Ah, oh, well, I don't think I have the core cool strength for that. Right. But no, more just like a ah, you know. Yeah. That kind of catch me. If you fall, I will. Oh, I will oh, be, I be riding. Riding. Time after time. Uh, Anyway, Tinnin. He's
0: given us a quote, which we we don't get heaps of quotes. I don't believe, Uh, and his quote is, "A corpse is meat gone bad. Well, and what's cheese? Corpse of milk." (laughs) (laughs) That's a James Joyce quote, and uh, he a famous Dubliner. And then he said, "Not everyone likes cheese." Yuck.
3: <laughs> and I just talked about cheese before. You did? This is spooky.
0: I feel like Tinan is giving us a subtle hint. He's not into cheese. And that's
3: fine. I wasn't for a long time either. And then I discovered a, a double brie.
4: Oh, did you discover the joy of cheese? Yum, yum, yum. God, I, lo- I live for it. I live for cheese. You I love live cheese. for the milk corpse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That isn't, yeah, the milk corpse isn't a way I would describe it to try and get someone on board, but.
3: (gasps) Sorry, I just had an idea for the next part of what we do here. Oh,
0: great. Well, we should say a big thank you to Ennis. What a bloody legend. Thanks, TNN. Can't wait to see you
3: very soon. In
0: Dublin, I'll
4: shout you some cheese, mate, hoping that you'll say you hate it and then I'll eat it all. (laughs)
3: Yeah, let's share a cheese platter.
0: (laughs) So that brings us to uh, everyone's favourite segment of the show, and that is where we thank a few of our Patreons.
3: Yes, and I've had an idea for a game we can play with our Patreons this week, and that is what sporting event do we think they would win? Legitimately, these are not a bunch of cheese.
4: Right. okay. Is that
3: an okay idea?
4: Great, because... I mean, I love the idea that they course cut no matter what the sport is, even for archery. Yeah, great, okay. Yeah,
3: Yeah, that's fair. Can I start things off?
0: Sure, please do. All right.
3: From, oh, my God, and again, ironically, not ironically, but coincidentally, from Dublin in Dublin, (gasps) I would like to thank Emma Coogan.
1: Oh, Coogs. Emma, this has
3: been a big episode for you. First of all, you find out we're coming to you. Secondly... I mentioned your name. <laughs> okay. Thirdly, you go, Oh fuck, I'm actually away during that time and I won't be there. I don't know, I'm just assuming maybe. It's possible. You've got plans. Coogs, are you gonna be there? Coogs. Come Cougs. on down. Coogs.
0: Coogs in the So what's the what's the thing? It's an event?
3: Or any kind of sporting event oh, or, sporting or a event. sport?
0: I'm gonna say she wins mm-hmm. the uh the hundred meter. Guitar solo sprint.
3: Whoa. So she's got a sprint so and you got a, a,
0: shred. Yeah. There's a Marshall stack at the finish line. You've got a hundred metre lead and you're holding a Telecaster, right? <laughs> I love that a, there are wireless systems available,
4: but
1: you've still
0: got to lead. Because <laughs> you've got to go, you've got to run the full length of the lead. And whoever whoever um, knocks over their stack first, but you've got to shred the whole way. Wow. And she did.
3: Wow, good for Emma.
0: Wow, what was her solo of choice? Or is it like? Do you just her make shortcut it up? was she used power chords? So right. <laughs> oh, that's that cheating. Shortcut? Is that
4: cheating? Sure. Especially if you're supposed to be doing a solo. I mean, this yeah, is doing <laughs> you're playing <it>. chords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just played a G chord for 100 meters. That is not a solo. Kooks, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's a G. So oh, that's
0: just
3: really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even fun to listen to. Also, they're are they, they're all competing at the same time. Yeah, it's so- a
0: cacophony. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it wouldn't sound
0: good. Yeah. Bloody but... uh that, that guy who's in jail for uh for murder loved it though. The guy the wall of wall of sound guy. Okay. What's his name? Uh I can fix it. There's his an phrase. episode in him. What was I was listening to something I like, no recently I was talking about like, Specter. Uh, Phil yeah, Specter. Phil Specter.
4: Phil Specter, producer uh, who went to jail a few years ago. He like produced Let It Be um, the original. John Mulaney was on Mixed a podcast.
0: He's like and he was saying how um he 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 wore an Afro wig at his trial as a tribute to Jimi Hendrix. Good. He's trial for what? For murder. The one that he was trial oh, for. He wore this huge Afro wig apparently <laughs> as a tribute to Jimi Hendrix as he's getting sentenced to, for murder. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing I've what ever are you heard. Thinking? We gotta do an episode. I forgot about we've got to do an episode on that guy.
3: I mean that's entirely within our control. Yeah. You can definitely do that. Okay. Um, thank <laughs> but, you so much to Emma Coogan. We really hope that we can see you in a few months in your beautiful, beautiful city. Um, and I would also like to thank oh my God, from another place we're going very soon. <laughs> what? We promised that this is Sydney not, not worked out like this. We are going to Leeds.
0: We are, yes.
3: And hopefully we are gonna see Jimothy Miller there. Jimothy Miller.
0: Jimothy. Jimothy, Jimothy. Jimothy. That's so good. That's, I didn't know that was a real name. I was going to say. That's been a, a long-term favourite joke name of mine, Jimothy. <laughs> I call my friend James Jimothy sometimes. That's good. Yeah. I didn't, real, didn't realise it was a real name. Jimothy. I don't know how to feel about that. Jimothy. Jimothy Miller. Sick name. So good. Love it. Thank you, Jimothy.
3: Okay, what Please. sport, Dave, is Jimothy um, the winner of?
4: Uh, I think he's really good on um, the unparallel bars oh. in the gymnastics. The uneven bars. No, not the uneven, the That's unparallel. A real thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they cross over at some point. Yeah.
4: Where? Uh, basically, what they do for this event is they take you to any, like you're blindfolded, you put in a van. Uh-huh. Sounds weird, but it's not. But it is. And they drive you to any park. They release you onto the jungle gym, and you've got to perform with whatever you got there. Right. And they call that the unparalleled bars because there's the stuff going The swirly ones. And,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, and wow. You, you've got the ones with noughts and crosses on them. Yeah, yeah. You've got
4: to try and play noughts and crosses game. Within <laughs> there's the your steering wheel for
0: some reason up top there. <laughs> wow. Two different
4: slides. You get burnt by both of them. God. And he is the best. Uh, wow, Jimothay. Thanks, Jimothay. We hope to see you in Leeds. The Wardrobe. What a great venue
0: there that was. lovely. that was oh. a lot of fun. Loved our time with the Wardrobe. Mm. Oh, you know what's different about this tour of the UK? I'm not not drinking. Oh, <laughs> oh. no. Does that mean, <laughs> does that mean you're, Oh god. Does that mean
4: you're not not driving? Uh,
0: no, you are not driving. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I I learn a lot in that year of not drinking. I'm way more responsible these days. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me we like that? So I'd leave that For a second, have a think about that. Genuinely, I am. Okay, I am. uh,
1: Okay,
0: I can. I I I like to drive. Uh, Can I thank a couple of people? I would love if you would thank a couple of people. Thank you so much. I'd love to thank from Sheffield, which isn't actually too far from Leeds. No, I think
4: that that is a few people from
0: uh, Sheffield were at our last year's Leeds show. I would love to thank Hannah McCaffey.
3: Hannah McAfee. Which is a
0: name uh, I've seen. I think I might have even chatted to Hannah before online. It's one of my all-time favourite names, Hannah McAfee. Oh, it's so good. so good.
3: It's genuinely so good.
0: Hannah McAfee. What do you think, what kind of event do you think she won Perco?
3: Hannah is actually the world champion of freestyle improvised synchronised swimming. But it's not synchronised, obviously, because it's improvised and it's solo. So wow. basically she just, its it's like... Water dancing. Oh. If you think about that, if you think about, like, calisthenics or, like, um, sports aerobics. Yeah. It's that, but in the water. Yeah. Really? Um. But also, I think the thing that it stands out so much about Hannah is the elements of ballet that she oh, incorporates. it's wow. Because it's not, just, it's not just physically impressive in terms of, like, the power. It's also really moving.
0: She puts the lake in Swan Lake.
3: Yes. Wow. And... Honestly, the, the judges were in tears. Holy It was shit. truly moving and beautiful. Oh, beautiful.
0: Okay, great. She yeah, d- they weren't like, them or I something. hate <laughs> it, you know? Part of the dance was her yelling at them, <laughs> <laughs> pointing at their flaws.
3: <laughs> Evoking emotion is what she calls it. Okay, yeah. yeah.
4: So, yeah, that's what Hannah. Uh, mm, I right. feel evoked. Yeah, I feel emotion. Hannah
0: McAfee, thank you so much for your support. Hope we
4: thank can you, see you, Hannah. Anna McAfee, a 55-minute drive Have you left now. From Sheffield to Leeds. Don't leave now. No, uh, you'll be there so early. Way too early. <laughs> An eleven-hour
0: walk. Okay. That
3: seems. I that's, mean, still, you that's don't. That's less have to leave waiting now. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just move, move there, <laughs> and just wait.
0: I want to. Can we drive through Sheffield? I've heard good things.
3: Sure, if we've got time. Great. But it's pretty tight. Turnaround. It turn is a tight. Tour. It is a
0: tight tour. Uh, could I also thank a little closer to home in Cranbourne West? Yes. Oh, I love Ashley, it. Ashley Boujour? Latchford. Oh,
4: now Ashley.
0: That, now that is a name. Jess, is... could you have a crack at that for me? Ashley... ABL?
3: What? ABL. Oh, Ashley. Get Dave to do it. Dave's better at things. Yeah, he's
4: French. I reckon Boujour is Bonjour. probably...
3: Yeah, I reckon. And Ashley, I reckon you're probably used to people saying that wrong. Ashley if we didn't Bonjour, get it right, Latchford. I'm very sorry.
4: Thank Some you so Ashley. much,
0: Ashley. Dave, do you have any idea what Ashley... Well, I reckon a
4: double-barrel name... A double barrel shotgun. Oh. She's a competitive shooter. Yep. And she shoots the tires Killing. of mailmen. Whoa. But, tires
3: of mailmen.
4: Yeah. Like their really trucks good good at. or? Yeah, no, like the little, the bikes. Posty bikes? Posty bikes. She takes out their tires. Cool. And uh, she's so good at it that they were like, can't beat them, join them. Give her a medal.
3: Wow. So she was just doing it recreationally for a yeah, while. Yeah,
4: she
0: just had a thing against the post.
3: Yeah. Oh, don't we all...
0: Delivered, they delivered... Well, they didn't deliver a few, yeah. a few too many times. Yeah. We're We're assuming Ashley is a woman's name, are we? No, oh, is... it
3: could definitely be male. They. There you go.
4: Sorry, Ashley, oh, if God I've on. presumed wrong there. They are. Either way, you're, you're handy with a shot, double barrel shotgun. Yes. No, I've, just,
0: you... I've just Googled her. I believe if this is her with a horse...
4: Are we sure the horse is not
0: How many there. Ashley Bugore Latchfords could there be? I found her MySpace. God, that's
3: weird that you Googled
0: her. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry if that's weird. I just... Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, Matt. We'll drop by your
4: house on the way home tonight just <laughs> to apologize. double check. No,
0: I won't look. I just wanted to... I just was like, oh, Ashley is a unisex name. Is there
4: anything else on the MySpace that's...
0: Oh, my God. I, I haven't looked. Oh I closed God. it Dave, as soon as... please. ...just thank, shamed me.
3: Pl- thank a couple of people, so please. So I was just hoping for, like,
4: some rainbows or something, you know, that... Remember, you just have to code it yourself. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was weird. Part of the fun, I think.
3: Yeah, I agree. I was like, I want this bit to be bold and this bit to be italic and this bit to be in a bigger font. And I knew how to do that. Now, yeah. no idea. And
4: heart semicolon. You yeah, got a heart. of
3: course. And like, who's your top friend? Um, it was always my best friend, Christy, because no man got in our way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Right. And I, what, you I'll and Christy? i with Tom, I think. Yeah. You and
4: Christy, no man's ever gotten in your way? or No. Nice.
3: No, man.
0: That's a a beautiful story.
3: Yep. She's married and at her wedding there's a picture of uh, uh, when we were signing all the – um, documents and shit Autographs She's sitting down And her hu- new husband Is like giving her A kiss on the cheek On the other side There's Perko Also uh. giving her A little kiss on the cheek Just to remind him That he's She's not all yours mate yeah. okay? Just to remind
4: him That she has an Inappropriate best friend <laughs> Ready yeah. to ruin every moment She has
3: a best friend Cut Who him- doesn't know boundaries
4: Cutting the cake First dance with her dad <laughs> You're there
3: I was there Oh what I wasn't <laughs> What the, the maid of honour Is not supposed to jump in there And dance with the
4: dad yeah. Come here Ian <laughs> I assume his name's Ian. his
3: name's Rudy.
4: Wow, that's really he's, cool. It's yeah, a it. really he's cool name. I
3: luck. know that because I'm very close with the family.
4: James, <laughs> little
3: back close. off! Mm. Little All right.
4: Um, I would like to finally thank two fantastic people that oh, have been supporting you. the show for a while now. I would like to thank from Alexandria in New South Wales. Oh yeah. I would like to thank Amelia. Rice.
0: Amelia oh. Rice. Good name, Amelia yeah. Rice. Amelia Rice, yeah, I like Great that a lot. Name. Like a one syllable last name. Champion climber uh, of trees. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, tall trees. Re- really like tall ones. Really quick to the top? Yeah. Or can quick. go the highest. She's quick to the top of the highest trees.
3: But also wow. technique wise, yeah. She is renowned in the sport as like a beautiful climber. Right,
0: so this judge is giving her tens. And it's on just the nice to watch. And once on top, she can just prance on the canopies.
3: Yeah, it's amazing. Prance. How does she do it <laughs> up on the canopies? Prancing. That's
0: not even part of the competition anymore. She
3: just does it. It's just part of her flair. That's her yeah. showing
0: off, really. <laughs>
4: yeah, she's quite arrogant.
0: <laughs> but no, when you're but, the, but when wouldn't you Rice, be? Yeah, wouldn't
4: when, you be if you could prance?
3: When
0: you're the best, <laughs> she she you prance know on a it. canopy.
4: She's not an idiot. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Amelia Rice.
0: Thank you, Amelia Rice. Appreciate your support. And
4: finally, another Irish listener, and Bloody again, hell. this
0: is just from chance, but been supporting the show for a long time from Tipperary. Hey, we're a long, long way from Tipperary. That's a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
4: Is that where, whereabouts in Ireland is mm. that?
0: Whereabouts is Tipperary yeah, in Ireland? Yeah, I don't
4: it's know my geography ir- too. Tipperary. Oh, that looks. Uh, it's like the middle of Ireland, towards between Dublin and Cork. So yeah. maybe you can make it up to our show in Dublin. It is a Sunday. Uh, I would like to thank uh, from Tipperary, Ian Ma. Ian Ma. Ian Ma.
0: Ian Ma. <laughs> so we all said it now.
3: Ian
4: Ma.
0: Uh, Thank you so much for your support, Ian. That
4: is possibly how it should be said. It's not how it's said. Uh, Jess, what are you thinking for Ian Ma from Tipperary? It's
3: it's actually interesting. It's a a more recent sport on the um, global sporting scene. Yes. But he is actually a champion sleepwalker.
0: Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do that?
3: Um well what you do is you walk in your sleep. Okay. I want a dumb fucking question. That Are you serious? So yeah,
0: is he so yeah. good that
4: he just he never wakes up?
3: He's actually like he's attempted half his record yeah. awake. Can't do it.
4: Wow, okay.
0: He
3: is that good, just switched off.
0: I'm so confused. I mean, I'm so, he sleepwalks. I'm long so, distances.
3: I'm so oh, impressed. Is he so and quickly? He's oh, so
4: okay. good at sleepwalking that he got a job that he didn't even apply for. He just wandered into an office. Sleep yeah. and they yeah. were that impressed. He's in his pajamas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What was the job?
4: His active pajamas. Oh, uh, what was the job?
0: Modeling pajamas. Yeah.
4: And they were like, oh, yeah. oh my. Please, can you stand in the? Yeah. Uh, you stand in the window. Um, they paid a minimum wage. If anything was uh they left him in the window for twenty hours. Yeah. But... They owe Ian an apology.
3: He awoke very rested. <laughs> he
4: woke up in the main street of Tipperary. Yeah. Mm. The
3: window. But yeah. So Ian is uh, nationally ranked. Um. And and soon to be competing internationally. Wow, yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's
4: it really, impressive. thank you so much, Ian. A lot of people
3: not really taking sleepwalking that seriously yet, but Ian's really at the forefront of getting the recognition that it deserves. Well
0: done, I'm putting
4: Ian. it on the uh, Irish map.
3: Yeah, and that's you know, we the people of Ireland, including myself. Uh, we thank you.
0: Are, yeah. you a, are you a people of Ireland?
3: I like to think so. Hmm. I've been asked for directions in Dublin. I think that counts. Wow,
0: Perkins. It
1: feels irish is
4: very English. Did you, know, <laughs> um, did you know the directions or did you just make them? I
3: actually did that time.
4: That is satisfying. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, it was to a landmark. Don't want to be racist, but did you put on an Irish accent to try and keep up with the facade? I
3: didn't. Right.
4: Is that racist?
3: I didn't feel comfortable doing that. Is that? Uh, but then they also noticed sure that I is. didn't sound Irish. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I said, I'm Australian. And they said, why I've am just... I trusting you, idiots?" So I've just been here before. <laughs> and also I just came from the thing <laughs> you're trying to get to. It's just yeah. up there.
0: Well, I don't believe it. They spat on you. Yeah, and it was went very, way, they went the opposite the way opposite on
3: purpose. Way. And well, I was like, all right, well, I was right. So I <laughs> yeah. guess you'll never know. They just kept wondering. they Don't refused he? to turn back. Yeah, I was like, wow, well, you are stubborn.
4: Lying. They Australian. were also Australians. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway, thank you so much to everybody that we have just mentioned.
4: That's right. And if you want to join that crew, go to patreon.com slash do go on pod. We put out two bonus episodes a month that no one else hears. You get to vote for the topics and change the history of and direction of the show. You can uh, be in our Patreon Facebook group where people are constantly chatting about the show and even other stuff, which is very, very nice in there. And uh, you get pre-sale tickets, like, for example, the UK and Ar- Irish tour. We actually told them on Monday. They've known for a couple of days.
3: Yeah, they've had time to process this. <laughs>
0: and they're getting the tickets on Friday. Yeah, we, it's something we, we, we talk to the patrons about everything first, usually, just to get I just their, talk to like, them about thoughts. how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, we bounce off ideas. Is it fondue for dinner tonight? Jess writes a weekly newsletter.
3: Yeah, most weeks. (laughs)
0: Sometimes (laughs) I forget. The other shows we do uh, out this week, Dave's done an episode about Romeo and Juliet. That is right. I've got two fantastic guests from Sands Pants Radio that
4: came out just yesterday. Uh, Joel Zammett, Cass Page came and chatted about Romeo and Juliet. It was the first one where the guests really knew quite a lot about the text because obviously such a famous story. Sure. That actually made it a lot of fun to talk about The pitfalls
0: of... You bite your
3: thumb at me, sir? (laughs) Yes. Was there jokes about that?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: great. And uh,
0: pitfalls of marrying a 13-year-old. And the Primates episode that comes out tomorrow also features Cass Page and Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet, and we talked about uh, Batman, the Bold and the Brave, and an episode that features so many DC apes, including Gorilla Grodd, uh, Monsieur Mahler, I think, uh, who's like a, a rebel ape. And then there was um, Detective Chimp, who's like a a, wears a a deer hunter. What is it called? A deer. Deer stalker. Deer stalker hat. Oh yep. And um, and yeah, there were thousands of apes in this twenty two. Thousands. Yeah. Twenty two. All the apes in the world were sort of features in this episode. Wow, it It sounds right up your alley. Yes, it was a yeah. It was kind of a fun. And Diedrich Bader plays Batman in this series. Oh, do you know? Familiar with him? No, remind me. Comedy actor. From like Drew Carey show and uh, Who do you playing Drew Office Carey? Works. One of the friends. The Oswald? Sort of the, yeah, the dark haired friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I actually never he's knew that Batman. guy's name. He's really funny. Yeah, he's really funny. He's in heaps of stuff. So good. He makes me laugh a lot.
4: (laughs) Very good. So you can check those pods out uh, just wherever you listen to this pod. I'm sure you'll be able to hear those pods. Yes,
0: and there'll there'll be links in the description. I pointed down quite literally there, which is funny, but only to me.
3: Comment below. That's what you were doing.
0: And Matt points to his genitals.
3: (laughs) Comment on this. Yeah,
4: check it out. Uh, Well, that does bring us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of,
0: yes, Live from
4: Sydney. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to join us live at the show, but if not, you'll be able to hear it this time next week. But until then, I'll say thank you and goodbye. Later. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
3: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
4: I mean, if you want, it's it's up to you.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,